Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. we help you? I don't know, can we? Is back for another week. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. We never start like that. No. We're very, we're very selfish and we start by talking about ourselves and like what we want to talk about. I know. But this isn't a podcast for you and me. This is a podcast for the people. I know. Um, and so well, but see, result, I, don't, I don't really have any other, I don't have a fun way to open the, like I feel like we need a, you know, a voiceover being like, do 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 the Can We Help You podcast. With Sash no. and Jack. Do, 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 no. do. And that way we can come in and be like, hello, hello, how is everybody going? Otherwise, it just sort of it feels a bit awkward, like, hello, we're back. But we're, not a, but we're a podcast, not a radio show, so it's very different, you know? Like, yeah, I guess so. You know? I guess so. Anyway, thank you for hitting play on our podcast this week. My name is Sash, that is Jax, and this is the podcast where we take our listeners' questions and we call you all Ronnie. Uh, and we find out whether we can help you with your life's issues, big or small. Can I just say real quick, thanks for joining the uh, Lasagna live stream. This is the first episode post Lasagna Day. Yep. And uh, what, a, what a success. Did you make a, a lasagna? Success. I didn't. I'm sorry. Oh, great. <laughs> I didn't. Good. Um, I, um, yeah, no, I will. It's on oh, my to do yeah, list. Yeah, 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 whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I, what, did, what did I make? On Saturday, we had pizza for dinner. So oh, Saturday similar. was the day of, yeah, yeah, Italian vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say it's a very traditional Italian pizza. It was covered in pineapple. Uh, controversial yeah, no, absolutely to some. not. Oh my God, I love pineapple and pizza. I'm not getting um, into this anyway. And then on Sunday, what did I cook? Oh, I made ribs. I made ribs. ribs. Franco, Franco with the Italian nonna, did you, did you make a lasagna? 
Um, not yet. Oh, I've, for I'm, sake. I will. I will. Oh, <laughs> I don't believe That's you. That's a lie. Franco's like It'll such happen. A, it won't happen. It's if you've made happen. a lasagna, uh, tag us in the photo on Instagram. I'd love to see it. Hashtag lockdown yep. lasagna. What else yep. are you going to do? You're in lockdown probably. Or, or maybe you're not. Depends where you are in the world. Most people listening to this are probably in lockdown. We do have some mates in the UK and the US. Hello, but mates. Majority of our, good day, mate. Um, but majority of our listeners do reside in Australia and New Zealand and most of Australia is in lockdown and uh, all of New Zealand's in lockdown. So, you know, um, but C-word's banned. We're not going to talk about the C-word No, today. no, 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 no. We, no don't, we, we don't do that on this podcast or well, we try and avoid it as best we, we can. We do. We do, but we try not to get into the nitty-gritty of it all. You know, if you live in it, you know what's going on. Yeah. Um, how was, how's your time been since the since the lasagna? How long did the lasagna last you? Did it fuel you to do something exciting in your Cut life it into in six. LA? Cut it into six and had it over a few days. Nice. Can't have it every night, obviously, because it gets a bit – I mean, it's great lasagna, but you can't have it every – like, you know, night after night after night. So I took us about, I think, four days to polish it off. Nice. Um. And I didn't really inspire anything else. Okay. Yeah. What have you it. What have you done this week in freedom? Um, today I drove and got a really delicious milkshake, strawberry milkshake. All you do um, is go to Disneyland and eat. It's true. Not so much. <laughs> else. I mean, you know, you can go to the movies, but uh, I don't. I don't want to catch the big D. The big D. Yeah. Yeah. What's you know, the big you know, D? The big D, you know, we, 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 we. Oh, the, the D variant. Yeah, we don't, we don't like to talk about it. But you I don't wanna, are I don't vaccinated. The That's D. the whole point of getting vaccinated is you mm. don't have to live in fear anymore. Yeah, but you can still get it. You're not going to get too Why sick, did you bother you getting get vaccinated? No, excuse me. Vaccinated protects you from getting disastrously sick and dying, but you can still catch it. And you can still pass it on. I don't want to catch it in the first place if I can avoid it. For the sake well, of like a movie. you're going to be spending the rest of your life inside then because we are living with this bad boy forever. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm it's hoping like for the a, flu. I'm hoping for a booster soon. So once I get, once we can get boosters, then I'm, I'm cool with whatever. But at the moment, for the sake of seeing a movie, I, don't, eh, I can watch a movie at home. If you get the booster shot before I get my first <laughs> dose, I think I will throttle you through the camera. <laughs> Or Scott Morrison. It could Maybe happen. Not you. It could it's happen. Not, it's not your fault. It'll probably happen. Anyway. Ain't no, ain't no. There's uh, just, you know, they reckon that you're going to be able to travel by the end of the year over here. So <laughs> I hope to see your lovely faces over here not at the end chance, of the year. Right? Or maybe I can, I'll be there. Maybe I'll be there. Yeah, maybe you should just come here. Yeah. We're not, we're not getting out of here for a long time. I, uh, I would love to be in the same room with the two of you. I know. We'd love that too. One day. It'll happen one day. Sooner rather Um, than later. Anyway. Well, we have have to talk about something. Yes. Um, We started an OnlyFans. We did. Um, Franco is in charge of the OnlyFans. All I see is the emails and there was an email in there I saw that said your OnlyFans account has been denied. I don't know what we did to deserve that. Oh, great. Good. Franco, have have you got an update for us on OF? OF is not a fan of me. Um, Why? What did you do? They so they have a problem with people signing up as other people, and I signed up as the Can We Help You podcast. So Mm. there's a few things that I need from you guys to get approved. Oh, Oh, here we go. Quite a few things. What? So I need photos of both of your IDs. Oh, I need photos of you holding your ID so that Mm. you can see your face. It's like a newspaper clipping, a before and after shot. Yeah. 
Uh, I also need you to sign releases, and I'll send those both to you. And then I need oh, photos right. of both of you holding the signed release. Oh, what the what, are, what are we so, hostages? This is so we don't have a live a, we don't have a live account yet. Not yet. They've uh, they've okay. been very hard. It's been very hard to get on. Could people follow us theoretically if they wanted to prepare for us going live? Could they just hit follow and, and wait? I don't think they can yet. <sighs> I don't. There's no think account. So. It's not live. Yeah, no, well, there is an account, so we can follow other people, but we mm. we cannot be followed until they know that we're that you guys consent to being the mm. face of our OnlyFans account. <laughs> well, interesting news came through today, day of recording, Thursday here, Wednesday night in the US for Jax. Mm-hmm. Um, OnlyFans has actually reversed its decision to ban explicit content on its platform. So which, we're back on board, guys. Um, which seems like a no-brainer given that it's a, you know, platform for pornography and sex work. Mm, why would you ban that content anyway? Um, I, with that said, I still, I, you know, I have a price, but my price is extremely high. Uh, and I should probably also check with my husband that he's okay with me. Oh yeah, oh probably doing yeah. Whatever. But, yeah, hey, see, we'll just we'll see what requests come in, and we'll see what the what the the price is. We'll see if the price is right. We'll pull a Larry Emder. Right. Yeah, oh, fuck, I used to love The Price is Right. I was so sad. That was my, you know, like I don't know, Jax, if you, you know, what your after-school experience was, but here, you know, for me, both my parents worked full-time and didn't get home till 6 o'clock. So I'd yep. finish school, come home to, you know, by myself. Yep. I'd make a pot of two-minute noodles oh, and then great. I'd sit down, chicken two-minute noodles, can't yeah, go wrong, a little delicious. bit of tasty cheese sprinkled on top. Oh, Ooh, no, boy. that's weird. No, no, oh, no. Oh, my God. I'm not you should try it. it. Don't knock it till you try it. And okay. then... Um, <clears throat> I would sit down and watch all the afternoon shows, but then my favourite was five o'clock when The Price Is Right would come on. That was my that one was my my go to. Also, Who Dares Wins was still on when I was what? in high school. Was it? Yeah, yeah, late like uh, oh, sorry, like the reruns, days. the reruns. Yeah, yeah, but like it was still. No, they must have still been filming because they're not going to sh- no, play it. I think old... it must have been reruns. Must no, have been. I'm... I'm checking. Hang on. I'm going to find out when. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that show only ran for like three ten or episodes or something. No, it they, went for a couple they, of years. Ten years, Ayeta and Mike they Whitney definitely played it for Mike twenty years. It went until oh okay, ninety six and ninety eight with repeats yeah, airing in ninety nine to two thousand and one, two thousand and five, and two thousand and seven. Oh, yeah. Mike Whitney was an ex Test cricketer. I didn't yes. know that. Yes. Um, could we get Mike Whitney and Tanya Zayeda on the podcast one day? I would love yes, to talk to them. I'd love to get them to help people with their questions. Well, I wonder if they would take a more um, risky, riskier approach because they're all about daring to win. Do you think that they would they would answer a question and say, I'll give you 50 bucks if you do it? <laughs> Maybe. We should find out. I tell you what, they really, they really, I mean, who dares win? Great show. But mm. I t- it was literally like here. We've got a tarantula in this cage, and if you eat it, I'll give you fifty bucks. And it's like, <laughs> are you that desperate for fifty dollars? I'm not do eating it. a tarantula for fifty bucks. I well, I don't think they ever wanted you to. Oh, maybe I can't really remember, but I remember it was like walking across a plank over water. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'd do that. I'd do <laughs> lots of things for fifty dollars. Like fifty dollars is. Quite a lot of money. And then they'd have like the main one at the end. It'd be like one they'd been teasing the whole way and the wife's mm-hmm. like, my husband's scared of heights. And they go and they surprise the husband and they're like, we're going to take you up in a plane and we're going to make you jump out of it with a parachute. And if you do it, we'll give you 500 bucks. 
And they're always like, oh, 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 yeah, okay, I guess so. <laughs> I would do it. Oh, I wouldn't I would. for 500 bucks, no way. 5,000, I'd start to think about it. I would do it for free. Maybe we um, should bring it back. Maybe we could host it. You could be the oh. Tanya Zayeta and I'll, I'll be the Mark, the Mark Whitney. Um, we, we've talked before about how we should start an empire. Mm. Uh, can we help you empire? This could be uh, can, can we, we help, help you, you overcome your fears? Or like oh, can we okay. help you score 50 bucks? Oh, like just no. Okay. No, well, it's not about helping people overcome their fears. It's about making them do shit that freaks them out so that they, because they, they're doing it for money. They're not overcoming yeah, their Yeah, but I thought it was about overcoming your fear. That's why I like, you remember Fear Factor? Same kind oh, of deal. I loved Fear Factor. Also Wipeout. Wipeout was great too. Oh, different, like, completely different kind of show, but yes. I don't know. I feel like it's one of those like weird, like over-the-top gamey shows. You know what's good like that is um, Holy Moly. It's kind of like Wipeout no. Golf. Okay. Mm, no. Same as like, although Ninja Warrior actually, um, my father-in-law had it on when we were away for the wedding at one point. Mm. <laughs> Don't ask why. That is and, an odd um, thing to watch at a wedding. He's just a, he's a big TV guy. Like mm. for me, right, I have a ban on television until the afternoon. Like I don't like yep. watching TV in the morning. I find it very, unless it's like, you know, I wake up on a weekday and like chuck on yep. the news. That's, yep. that, you know. But like TV, like sitting down to watch like random television shows in the morning, just grosses oh, me I just out. have it on most of the day. It's just like good background noise. I no, reckon. I don't. Like I used it. to. I used to. How bad is this? When when we used to work together um, up on the Central Coast, mm. um, I would often get to work late. Um, <laughs> yes, you would. <laughs> yeah. No wonder they hated you. <laughs> and shout out Maltz and Shane. Half the reason was so I would like you know we've worked together on Breakfast Radio, and when you work Breakfast Radio, you have to get ready within like. 15 20 to 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Otherwise, it's, you, you just have to. That's just the way yeah. it is. But uh, before that, I would like get up and I'd take a long shower. I'd get up at like seven and I'd take a long shower and then I'd sit on the couch and I'd stick on the Today Show and I'd watch Carl and Lisa and I just, it's just mindless. Yeah. And then I'd be like, oh, fuck, I better go to work. <laughs> I've got to go to work. Bugger me. Um, yeah, no, I remember sun, Sunrise was was the one in our house. We'd oh, put it on. No, I can't and it would, so. Oh, I can't it do either of them, to be honest. No, but. no. I don't know. I don't really get why my parents watch that because they're, like, very hippie and, like, not, yeah, not hi- they're not super hippie, but, like, I mean, they're um, definitely uh, lefties and uh, very intelligent people. I don't know how they sat through. Don't get me wrong. If you watch Sunrise, I'm not saying you're stupid, but I'm just saying, like, it's not. That's t- not their cup of tea, summarising. No, I, I used to get really annoyed when I would get up for school and I went through a phase when I was sort of in primary school where the mornings would be um, the cartoons mm. and I'd watch the cartoons and it would get to what's in the box and then that would be time to leave for school. <laughs> yeah, 9 o'clock. What's yeah, in the box? Uh, oh, it was like 8.30. 8.30. 830. Yeah. So yeah, it would be yeah. time to leave. So you watch Pokemon, you watch Dragon Ball Z, there's yeah. sometimes Cat Dog or like Rock yeah. Power or whatever. Yes. Anyway. Then, like, as I got older and I got into, like, high school and, like, late high school, I would come downstairs and my mum would have on, like, the Today Show and I'd be like, where's the, where's, where's the cartoons? Where's the cartoons? I still, still watch cartoons. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't quit cartoons. I don't know what you're talking about. I still watch cartoons in the mornings if I have time. Do you eat cereal? Are you a cereal I do. guy? Do you eat Absolutely. cereal? Absolutely. What's your, what's your go-to cereal? Milo cereal. It's the best. So no. good. No. What do you mean, ill? Have you ever had it's it? It's weird. Yes. What do you yes, mean it's I weird? Haven't. I don't know. It's not There's weird. just something. It's the shape of the of the of the They're flakes. like little moons, little They're tiny weird. moons. Why would they do that? Um, Delicious. I, I don't mind a uh, crunchy nut. That's my that's my go to. Yeah, crunchy nut corn crunchy flakes. Crunchy nut's not bad. Sweet I, and crispy. 
<laughs> what about Fruit Loops? Little treat? No, nah, shit. No, no. I don't. Uh, like, they, uh, they taste like lollies. They. This is oh the no. thing with cereal, right? I don't like ones that taste like lollies. Well, I don't mind Milo's chocolate. great. Milo's great because it's just ch- delicious chocolate, and it's not like it's not like that Cocoa Pops. Like, oh, this is kind of like oh, too no, much. Nah. But um, Milo's like oh. at the moment. I'm having um, chocolate Cheerios, which are which are. Uh, a poor imitation, to be honest, of, of Milo, but they're probably the closest I can get. You can actually get um, over here Oreo O's and they're <laughs> amazing. They're who came amazing. up with that name? Like who was like, this is a good name? Like surely they could have come up with something apart from Oreo O's. Well, I think it's a play on Cheerios, obviously. Oh, I n- no, I get it and I'm guessing it's in an O shape. But like yeah. why couldn't? No, they should. They, they, they were. It's like SpaghettiOs, Oreo O's, Cheerios. No, Oreo. There's already two O's in Oreo. You're adding a third. Like it does not roll off the tongue. It's a well, terrible name. I feel like Oreo O's is better than Oreos. Oreo. No, I'm just saying come up with a different name. Like just Oreo circles. Oreo discs. Oreo di- uh, but they're not discs. They're O's. Oreo so donuts. there's a hole in them? Donuts. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a, it's like a tiny crunchy donut. Oreo It tastes nuts. like an Oreo. Delicious but very bad for you so I can't have them terrible. all the time. That stuff is awful for you. Um, anyway, we hope we've been able to help you decide what cereal to get at the supermarket. <laughs> Send us your cereal suggestions. If you got to be, I'll, I'll try them out. I love cereal. Shall we uh, get into it for this week? Let's get into it. This is a bit different um, yeah. to anything we've done before, so it caught my eye. Uh, this question comes from Ronnie. Hello, Hello Ronnie. Ronnie. Thanks Thank for you. your question. Yeah. Uh, My brother and father have been diagnosed with autism and doctors suspect I may have it too. Part of me wants to know if I do, but I don't want to change the way I see myself and use it as an excuse for things I do. I also don't want it to change how other people see me. Autism is a label, which is a terrible thing, but I don't know if I want to fall under that. I love myself how I am, but I want to know more about me. Do I get tested? Thanks, love, Ronnie. So first off... yeah. As people know, but I'm going to say it again before we start talking about this one, we're mm-hmm. not medical professionals, we're not no. doctors, we have no qualifications. We are just talking to Ronnie about this in the sense what, of... What we really know how to do is connect a microphone to a computer <laughs> and talk to each other via the internet. That's our expertise. And some of us struggle at that. <laughs> All of us, to be fair. So Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's a daily struggle. Um, so, yes, I just wanted to put that out there. This isn't in any way, you know, us trying to give you medical advice or anything, Ronnie, not that that's what you asked for. Um, but, yes, you know, putting that out there now. Um, I think... Um, this, is, uh, this is interesting, isn't it? It's Yeah, because I'm kind of in two minds about this. Part of me is like... You do you. You live your life. Don't let anyone label you. Who cares if you mm. love if you love the way you are and you love the way you live? Then whatever. Does it matter? But then on the other hand, I'm kind of like, you know, when you like have something that's just kind of gnawing at you. You've got like mm-hmm. a something that that's I don't know. You're just like, oh, I wonder why that happens for me, or I wonder why, whatever. You know, I feel like it could could almost be empowering that you're like. Oh, that's why I'm I'm this way. That's why yeah. I kind of think this way or act this way or, you know, I don't yeah. have to feel so insecure about that or, or bad about the way that in which I interact in, in you know, yeah. with certain parts of the world. It just, it just, you know, I guess it depends on how you frame it for yourself. 
I think on that point as well, like if, you know, uh, people uh, on the spectrum, you, like you said, Jax, might find that they interact slightly differently with other people or whatever. Um, mm. And it doesn't have to be a thing about labelling yourself, Ronnie, as being like, oh, I'm on the spectrum Um, this is who I am. It's more about understanding yourself better. So you're saying, you know, I like me for me. I don't want to have to put a label on things. What song is that? You know, she likes me for me. I can't sing too much because of, you know, um, copyright. Copyright. I'm sure we'd be fine. I don't think anyone's trawling through our podcast for copyright infringement. Um, But this could help you understand yourself better, Ronnie, in terms of the fact, in, in terms of changing maybe the way that you go through life in a way that's going to actually be good for you, not as a as a negative, not as something you don't have to tell people, you don't have to advertise it to anyone. It can simply be a way for you to better understand yourself and use it as maybe a bit of an educational tool. So if you find yourself regularly running into a, a similar issue um, and then, you know, you, you go, oh, okay, well, maybe that's because I'm on the spectrum, Um then it, then it can be a thing that helps you, not hinders you, you know what I mean? So you can go, okay, I'm going into a situation. Let's say, for example, you know, the uh, eye contact, just just for example, right? You yep. know, you can go, oh, I, I struggle in job interviews because, I, I like, I find it really hard to maintain eye contact, for example. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, if you know that that's because you're on the spectrum, well, then it's something that you can work towards working on yeah. you know like it, it it doesn't have to be something that defines you or changes you it's more it it's just about knowing yourself better and i think that's what we all do as we go through life no matter who we are is we're trying to get to know who we are you know yeah, like exactly. and and like there's all sorts of things that i've learned about myself over the years and that i'm continuing to learn um and i find that when i kind of make a connection with something where i'm like oh I get angry easily, for example. Like I'm yep. not saying that's me, but <laughs> I don't. I don't get angry. You're not? I'd say I'd say I get frustrated. Mm, mm-hmm. Frustrated is probably a better word. Um, uh-huh. But but it helps because once I've kind of made that connection about myself, then I go, you know, if I'm in a situation, it makes me mindful of it. So then, yeah. if I find myself getting really frustrated at something, I kind of what I find I do myself I do now is I actually end up taking a step back from the situation all just within my own head and kind of going, okay, this is how you've been programmed to react in the past. It's okay. Take a deep breath and then move forward sort of thing. So I don't really know if that helps, Ronnie, but I just, I don't think you need, um, I mean, I, I, I guess there's other ways to think of it aside from it being a label. I'd be interested to know what I mean. Obviously, they're I don't know. Is it is it a genetic thing? Like uh, their yeah, father it, and their yeah. brother is it is genetic? Oh well, I don't know in Ronnie's situation, but autism is generally genetic. Yeah, can be genetic. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested in in uh, because uh, I would think there was a reason that the father and the brother got tested, and then I'd be interested as to whether Ronnie is like. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder if I am too, or if they're like you know, there's something at the back of their head that's like. Oh, that that could explain that could a explain bit this. about you know the way that I interact with the world. In which case, maybe you know if it's just a uh, huh, that's an interesting tidbit. I wonder if that uh, you know carried through to me as well. You know, that's sort of a different um, yeah, that's different. A different situation to if you're like, oh, actually, I reckon that you know there's there's a couple of things that might ring true for me there. Yeah, and then totally. you know figure you know wanting to figure out if that's you know part of who you are, and that doesn't you know it doesn't change who you are at all. Mm-mm. It's just a fact of life. 
And at the end of the day, if if you are on the spectrum, Ronnie, it's already part of you. Like getting yeah. a formal diagnosis doesn't change who you've already been up until that point and it shouldn't change who you are into the future. Um, but I think, you know, it's probably worth like doing some research, um, get, you know, going and looking at some resources in your local area. I don't know where you're from. Um <clears throat> Uh, forums and things like that, just just to hear from other people who have been in a similar situation. Jax and I, like I said, we're not medical professionals. No. We don't have experience in this no. aspect at all. Um, it was just an interesting question, I thought, kind of, um, you know, how you, you kind of you look at it in a broader sense, right? It's like how much of who we are is decided from outside influences. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you know, other people see me as this. Now I perceive myself as this, as opposed yes. to this is who I am. I know who I am, and it doesn't particularly matter what other people or what the world wants to label me as. I found it an interesting dichotomy. Mm-hmm. Do you find people say anything to you, Jax? Like that people look at you a certain way, and you kind of go, "I know that that's not how I am." I don't know. I've sort of. I think I, a while ago, I sort of uh, just kind of decided that I don't really care. Like. How I do. I have, I have. I have sort of thought at times, like, you know, gee, I wonder. You know, it's sort of like a. It's like a philosophical question, right? It's like, you know, I've thought, like, for example, if if someone is an asshole in their head, they're an asshole, but to the world, they're a lovely person, and they know they're an asshole, but they try so hard to not be one outwardly <laughs> that no one would ever know, right? Mm-hmm. Are they an asshole or are they a nice person? I I don't know. I think it's how it's how you interact with other people. And so that'd be a nice person. But what if going on in their head, they're an asshole all the time, like, I fucking hate this person, I want to kill them. But outwardly they're like, oh, my God, so great to see you. And you, no one ever knows that that's what's going on in their head. Are they an asshole or are they a well, good person? I'm a big believer in actions speak louder than words. Uh-huh. So if you're, if you're doing the right thing and you're going about your life as a good person, mm-hmm. then you're probably a good person, even okay. if you think bad things. That's Fair what enough. I reckon. But, yeah, I definitely think the whole idea of, like, caring about what people think of you slowly starts to ease as you get older. I wonder how old Ronnie is because I, obviously their father and their their brother, but um, I'd be interested, you know, because also, you know, as we've discussed, you know, there's differences in, in the why you maybe want to check it out for yourself. But also, you know, it might be different if you're 17 or if you're 45. You know? Totally. Yeah, if you've gotten this far, it's like, well, I'm happy with who I am. Do I need that? But, yeah, yeah, if you're young, then, Ronnie, it might be a good idea because it might really set you up well in terms of knowing yourself the, like, the best possible, the the biggest amount you can. Like, I know know these things about myself to Mm. be true and it could help you as you kind of enter and move through young adulthood and adulthood if you're young. We're just assuming you're young. Um, But, yeah, I, I, I hope that was a perspective that, was interesting to you, Ronnie. Like I said, I'm not saying that you should, you know, that you, that we should be listened to. It's more just kind of, you know, sharing our thoughts on your question. I'd like Ronnie to let us know how they go and and what they do because uh, I am intrigued by that. Yeah, me too. I'd love too. to know what they end up deciding to do and why they end up deciding to go one way or the other. Definitely, Ronnie. Keep us in t- uh, keep in touch and good keep luck. Keep in touch. You good got our luck. love. I got a question here. Comes Who's from Ronnie. From? Oh, Ronnie. Get out. Hello, Ronnie. Ronnie. Hey, thanks, thanks for your question. Yeah, thanks thank for you. sending it in. This one comes via canwehelpyoupodcast.com. Nice. As always, feel free to send your questions through at Can We Help You Podcast on all of your socials, including hopefully soon OnlyFans. Yep. 
and also canwehelpypodcast.com. You can ask your question there if you'd prefer to use the contact form in the email format. Nice. Ronnie writes, help. Oh. <laughs> help. Help. My partner. I need somebody. Sorry. <laughs> oh, we should have taken that song. Uh, we should have called this help the podcast. It's probably already taken. I feel like we looked at that as an option. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, help. My partner, 23 male, and I, 24 female, are getting married in April 2023. So they're getting oh. in early, planning early. Yeah, well, you got to these you got days. To. You got to. Hopefully by that time you can have a fucking wedding because 2023, mm-hmm. if you can't have a wedding by then, I'm going to fucking just go nuts. <laughs> anyway, we've decided on having one bridesmaid and one groomsman. Mm-hmm. He initially wanted two and I wanted none, so we compromised to have one each. <laughs> How do I go about picking between my sister and his sister? We've been together for 10 years. Uh, by the time our wedding comes around, that will have grown to 12. Out of the last ten, three of those I live with my family and the other seven we live with his family. I love both of them immensely and I'm leaning towards picking his sister but I know that my sister will be devastated. What do I do? Please help. Why would you pick? That's so weird. I slightly had the dilemma of do I pick Shane's sister Mm. because he had three best mates from high school that were going to be his groomsmen. Mm-hmm. And I had two people that I wanted to be my bridesmaids. I'm not the type who just kind of – I also don't have any sisters, right, so I don't have that yep. built-in, like, go-to. Um, and, yeah, I had, like, kind of – I was like, oh, do we do an uneven – by the way, I don't – I quite like uneven bridal parties anyway. I was going to say, is it is it generally even? We only had one each. We had just had my best mate and my wife's sister. There was the groomsman and the the, the bridesmaid. And that yeah, was it. Yeah. Just you um, know, to be nice. Uh, generally speaking, I think people do it even. But more and more now, people are having like for like for example, if you're the bride, they might have a mm. bridesman. Um, oh, or they, nice. And yeah, um, a friend of mine got married recently, and she had a bridesman. Um, and Great. yeah. People are just kind of the great thing about weddings these days is people are just doing what they want, which is which is just just beautiful. Don't the don't the bridesmaid and the groomsman don't they walk down the aisle together? Or is that not a thing? No. That no. So well, they the walk out goes, together. I don't no. Know. So usually, yeah, they walk out together. So traditionally, oh, that's um, right. The, the groomsmen start there, and then they walk yes. out together. Yeah. yeah yes, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they'll walk out with their opposites. Yeah. So what happens, I mean, how awkward for the one who doesn't have an opposite? That's pretty awkward. Well, I mean, that's the thing. So for us, right, when we were doing, when we were going to have uneven, Mm. I wasn't going to have a bridal party table. We were going to sit at long tables with our guests um, and it would have been like. um, I uh, like that. I I fucking, I hate when they have a separate little table and they're just all there together. And you're like, what am I even, why am I even here? I've seen, I've seen the, my friend who's the bride or the groom or both. I've seen them like two (laughs) times in the past eight hours as they rush past to take photos or see someone else. And you're like, oh, hi, you look beautiful. Okay, bye. Oh, great to see you. Yeah. That's it. Um, yeah, no, I also, they also do these things these days called sweetheart tables where it's what just the, the bride. And the, it's just the bride and groom who sit at their own table. Oh no, absolutely not. I don't get that. Um, a lot of people, cause I, I've said it a hundred times. I'm on like a bunch of bridal groups on Facebook <laughs> and stuff for when I was planning a real, like a, you've you know, got to get off there. You're married now. You got to get off there. 
No, but the people ask for like advice, like, oh, how did this go when you got married? And then you go, oh, I did this. So it's okay. kind of, it's a forum. It's like everyone for helping. Um, and so a lot of people, they'd get married and then if I have any piece of advice, it's this, like make sure you take a moment to take it in with your, with your significant other. You know, it all goes so fast. You're constantly running around, like make sure you sit with them at least for 15 minutes. So maybe if with the whole idea with a sweetheart table is you get to eat dinner with your husband or wife, um, and the idea is that, like, you know. You get you, to eat you, dinner with your husband or wife every night for the rest of your life. It's your fucking <laughs> well, wedding. It's, wedding. It's there. If you're having a big wedding, you're you're, you're there, there to, to enjoy it with, with your fucking yeah. friends and family, not to totally. just sit separate and go, he's in this lovely. Yeah, good point, actually. Because, um, yeah, you're right. Like, what's the point of a big wedding? The ceremony is all about you and it's very intimate and it's, mm-hmm. you know, you and your, your spouse getting married. Um, but then after that, if you've invited fucking 150 people, why are they going to go sit by yourself? Yeah. <laughs> why did you invite uh, the people in the first place if you're like, oh, my God, there's so many people here. We have to get away from them. <laughs> why are there so many people here? Maybe because you fucking invited them. <laughs> oh, Anyway, um, yeah, so we were never going to like sit on a bridal table. We were going to sit with all our guests. Um, and so then it didn't, and we weren't going to do like an official walk in. Oh, God, so awkward. You know, when people, it's like the music's like, oh, let the dogs out. Ooh, ooh. And then like, you know, the best man and the maid of honor walk in and they're like, oh, ooh, let yeah. the dog. And then oh, it's like, I got a feeling. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, that tonight's good. And then it's the rest of the bridal party. And then it's like, yeah. So raise your glass if you oh, want oh more. And um, anyway, so awkward. So we were never going to do any of that. We weren't going to mm-hmm. make them dance with each other. It was going to be that they just stood next to us for the ceremony and then at the wedding, like, they'd sit with their partners and we'd all sit at a table yep. together and then maybe have some other friends or some family or whatever at, like, a big long table with us and blah, blah, blah. Hey, what are your thoughts on um, choreographed first dances? Hate them, hate <laughs> them. Thank God. Hate them. That's what we were talking about a few weeks ago and I said they were really wanky. Oh, what? Oh, and then like, oh, you know what? Oh, my God. So there was this video that went around, I want to say maybe mm. like five years ago now, but it might have yep. been a bit less. And it was like, the, oh, it just makes me like, I just, bleh, I just hate people. <laughs> who just, it's like, oh, my God, it's my wedding day. Everyone look at me. Um, She, it was this hot, She's fucking hot. Like she was so mm. gorgeous and mm-hmm. she was obviously a dancer and she sits her groom and, you know, it was one of those really expensive lavish weddings with the chandeliers and, oh, you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, like it was, you know, they had money and she sits her husband down in the middle of the dance floor and then she fucking rips off her dress and she's got this little white thing on with feathers and then she does this whole dance to oh. Beyonce and it's oh. like, let me upgrade or whatever that song is. And, like, everyone's like, oh, my God, so amazing. And, like, I'm just watching it. I'm like, it was really weird because she's, like, doing all these sexy dances and stuff <laughs> in front of everyone. And, look, don't get me wrong. You know, we're very positive on this podcast about people doing what they want to do. There's no absolutely. shame. Absolutely. Except that. Except that. Like, I was just watching it and I'm like, <laughs> do you Unless want- you got to be a professional. If you're not a professional dancer and you're doing a choreographed dance, then no, Absolutely I think not. she, okay, I think this chick was a professional dancer and all her bridesmaids like did the dance with her and they're all like real fan. I don't know. It's just, I was just watching it. I'm just like, what? Unless you're a prep- fucking dance troupe, then nah. I feel like you save that and you go, when you're at the hotel room at the end of the night and you go, hey, honey, I prepared something really special for you. And then it's just for you two and you can Maybe, have sex yeah. with them afterwards <laughs> rather than be like, okay, 
now that I've grinded all over your <laughs> dick in front of our 150 closest family and friends, put your clothes back on and let's sit down and have a piece like of chicken. That. Like you know, what? At the, you know, at the end of the night when they do, pull the thing off the the bride's leg, the husband pulls the thing off the bride's so leg, weird. and it's I've, so I've caught weird. One of and everyone's around in a circle and everyone's yeah. watching. Me. I'm like, yeah, you guys Actually, are no. going to go fuck, and it's like, what is yeah. that? Shane caught Shane caught the it's a called a corset. No, garter. <laughs> no, of course, course that's definitely that's something else. That's what old Victorian ladies that's, used to wear. I mean, I guess that's that's just one kind of wedding you can take off your corset in the middle of the night. Um, yeah, no, weird. And it's like, again, on those groups, a lot of people are like, yeah, we're not doing that. I think it's yeah. kind of one I've, of those- se- I've seen all number of things. I've seen um, husbands sing to their brides for the first dance. I've seen all sorts of things. I'm trying to I think mean, if I've seen anything own, I like... I don't think I've been to any particularly like out there weddings where something strange has happened or like particularly weird. My favourite wedding was where like the bride and groom, they didn't have bridesmaids or groomsmen. Mm. The food was amazing. They just walked in and started interacting with their guests and mingling and we just ate and drank all night. That was the best wedding I've ever been to. And there was no. Oh, that's great. The only formalities I think was the speech. That was the only speeches kind of thing. Also, if you're you're doing a speech, you've got to make it broadly, broadly um, appealing. You're not doing a speech to talk to your mate. If you want to talk to your mate, talk to your mate. Call them on the phone. Call them up and say, oh, mate, oh, (laughs) I love you so much. (laughs) Remember when we did this? Your speech is to entertain yeah. Entertain. I hate or, speeches yeah. that don't, that they're yeah. like, oh, I love you, mate. And oh, you know, you're such a good friend to me. And I'm like, I'm, oh, but, bu- uh, I'm pissed. I want to laugh. Yeah, but not everyone's a comedian. Like, I felt really bad when we were supposed to be having like a bigger wedding. Mm. I, you know, we were going to do speeches. And I was like, oh, my dad's mm. really going to struggle with that. He is not someone. Nah, who- no, no. If you're a parent, then you can do the nice speech. That's fine. That's cute. But if you're a friend, no. It's funny or don't do it. But what if they're not funny people? Well, then pick someone else. How do you feel about um, bridal parties like rapping, like doing like a rap for the bride and groom? I had two, for my 21st, I had two of my friends do a rap. (laughs) That's No, that That is so different because that's the 21st. Like at a wedding, I'm kind of like. We're all so drunk. Yeah. Oh fuck! How good a twenty first. Oh, I miss twenty first. I mean, I, I wouldn't parties. go to one now because I'm way too old. But yeah, I miss I miss parties. Anyway, yeah. let's get to Ronnie's question. To Ronnie's um, question, which was, do I ask my sister or my future husband's sister to be? And she's leaning towards her future husband's sister, Ooh. which I reckon. Oh, I think you got to go your own sister, don't you? I mean. When I was choosing my bridesmaids initially, mm. I, you know, had a choice I could have made and I didn't want to do it just to appease people. Like it was. Yeah, I guess so. I was like, no, I'm putting my foot down. And I was only really, I was only talking to my mum and like my maid of honour about it because, mm. you know, it was, it's not like I was making it a huge public thing, but like yeah. no one was pressuring me to do it, but I knew that if people had known about it, they might pressure me to do it. And yeah. I kind of went, you know what, no, I'm not doing anything to appease other people on my wedding day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm making this choice because it's what I want to do. Um, mm-hmm. So part of me says to Ronnie, you've got to make the choice that you want to make. If you want to pick your future sister-in-law, then 
pick your future sister-in-law. I know it's hard. The other option is to pick neither of them. And that's pick a true. Friend. Pick someone else. You know what? Actually, you could. I know you've compromised this two versus none. You've compromised to one each. Why don't you just? Do, why don't you pick both sisters, and he can pick the two people he wants, and then everyone's happy. That's a good idea. That's a great you know? idea. Because he wanted to initially, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. wanted to just pick both sisters. Mm. I, yeah. you know, because. Yeah. And I mean, it depends on your relationship with your own sister. It sounds like if the sister's going to be devastated, then you probably have at least a halfway decent relationship with her. So, Mm-mm. you know, because like. Although, no, some people just feel like they have a claim to that shit. Like, mm. they're like, oh, I'm going to be your bridesmaid. And it's like, well, hang on. No, you're not. <laughs> like, people think just because they're family that that's what's going to happen. I have a friend that that sort of happened to, and the sister was like, what? You're not picking me? And she's like, well, no. <laughs> so, you know, just because they think Ronnie thinks their sister will be devastated doesn't mean that they're necessarily close. But I guess if you're thinking of picking them, then you must be close to it's some yeah. degree, I suppose. Of one, if you're only picking one person. It's not like you're having I eight. reckon you got to expand. you got to go the two and two. That's the only way out of this. I reckon go two if you can. They might have chosen not to for financial reasons because it's expensive paying for all that shit for, for your bridal party. So Unless maybe talk to, the, talk to your sister. Just, uh, just sort of be like, oh, hey, I've been thinking about bridesmaids. How do you reckon? And if they're like, oh, uh, you don't have to pick me, absolutely not, do what you want, it's your wedding, then you're in the clear. <laughs> then you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's entrapment, I feel. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I don't think that's fair. Um, yeah, if there's someone else you can pick as well, if, you, if, you're, if you're stuck to the one and you're only going to do one, is there anyone else you can pick? <laughs> like does it have to be? of them, can you just throw them both under the bus and pick someone else? Piss off two people. Yeah, maybe you can do like a little gender swap so he can pick his sister and you can pick uh, a male that you know that maybe his brother. Yeah. Oh, great. Add another sibling into the mix. Yeah. Otherwise, Ronnie, you know what? Like I said, don't do anything. I know it's hard, but don't just do something because you feel like you have to. It's your wedding. It's your choice. Um, It's your day. Um, for you to do a choreographed dance for your husband or for you to enter the party to who let the dogs out. Oh, my God. Imagine if, imagine if, imagine if Ronnie's sitting there planning their wedding and they've got their list of like, (laughs) okay, we've got to book in our dance lessons and we've got, we've got to make sure the DJ's got who let the dogs out and we've been sitting here going, don't fucking do that. That's terrible. Look, guys. If you're listening to this and you've done any of the things we just made fun of, we still love you. It's yeah. not about it's not about not you know, it's not about you. It's just personally that's not what we would have it's done. It's just and a that's little okay. cringe. And that's yeah, fine. That's fine. It's okay to be cringe if you want to be cringe. Or not my you remember, cup of tea. Do you remember I used to love like viral videos? Do you remember like uh flash mob proposals? Oh, terrible. No, oh, but I those. used to watch them as like a nineteen year old um who Shane and I would only just together, so we like we we never like talked about marriage early or anything. But I'd watch and I'd be again, like, "Oh, that's so romantic!" Again, flash mobs. Unless you're a fucking dance troupe, and nah, because there's all these people kind of like half-assing these dumbass dance moves, and you're like, "Oh, I guess." And then and then it's always like the partners there, and they're just like watching this thing happen in front of them. They're like, "What the fuck is this?" Do it in private. Do do something that's. I think. Do you know what public proposals? I'm not. A, I'm not for. And yeah. Franco would know about this because he's um, filmed a uh, proposal recently. Yes. Setting it up with a photographer 
So you go, uh, either yeah. the photographer hides in the bushes mm. or it's like, oh, we're doing like a, um, let's go do like a cute photo shoot down on, down on the water at sunrise because it would be so nice. Um, and then the partner who organised it proposes. That's that's the thing at the moment, I think, um, and people wanting to have that moment captured as well. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people are doing it as a nice kind of private moment. I think flash mobs are a, yeah, bit, they're a bit dated. They're a bit 2010. Can I ask, Franco, though, because you film these, do you, I, I don't know if you take photos or, as well or, or, you know, if you do, you know, summer photos and summer videos, whatever. Does it get to a point where you're kind of like... You know, they do the proposal and you're there with your giant long lens in the bushes, you know, spine on them. And then they do the hug and then they get to kissing and they're like, woo. And you're just like, I, I, I guess I guess I better go now. Um, yeah, what do you I'll do? Send you, I'll send you the bill in the, I'll send you the bill in the mail. Yeah, how awkward. Do you come out of the bushes and go, yeah. g'day. Hello, I'm your photographer. <laughs> I've just been lurking in the bushes with me long lens. Sorry, I'm not a creep. Well, yeah. I'm a bit of a creep, but... I'm not going to lie, it's it's awkward. Uh, and particularly um, for you, just you were like the time. most awkward person I yeah. know as well, so it's like it'd be even yeah. worse. <laughs> like I'm like, awkward and you're way more know. awkward than me. This is what he do. He'd come out and be like, sorry, excuse me, sorry, I just took this one. Sorry, I just... <laughs> No, no, you'd know Franco was there. He would be so unsightly because you'd suddenly hear this. And he'd be like, oh, sorry, guys, yeah. that was me filter on the lens. I didn't put a tripod on. Yeah. I wasn't recording. Or my drone falling out of the sky. Yeah, exactly. That was one that actually happened. It actually has happened. We talked about it a few weeks back and he crashed his drone into power lines in the middle of a remote. Oh, my God. Oh, Classic dear. Franco. See, the drone, the drone was actually much easier because... By the time the proposal was actually happening, mm. she would have noticed that, oh, the drone's getting closer, maybe it's there to film us. But, yeah, walking out of the bushes where they had no <laughs> idea that you were there, that's that's much harder. So what happens? Do you just go, oh, hi, I've, I've been here? I, I usually I, I go up and I introduce myself to the person who didn't organise mm-hmm. it and I, said, I, I say, hey, I just took photos of you, like, I kind of act like I wasn't already there to right. be paid and right. like, oh hey, I'm a photographer and I just kind of happened oh, to see this. Wait, so you lie? I don't I don't I don't no, no, I don't I don't say that, but I act like that. Like, right. hey, I, I just took these these. I'm photos. just a random photographer who happened to be passing by. Hey, oh, oh, it's an extra fifty bucks because you took too long. <laughs> but um I'll give you some great photos. <laughs> I just I go up, I say congratulations. Yeah. We yeah. had a stranger take photos of our proposal, but they weren't a photographer they were just a lovely bystander who saw what was happening and then took their phone out and started taking photos of Shane down on one knee which was I feel like that happens very often so I've sweet. seen a lot of that did they send the photos to you or yeah they just so she came themselves? up she came, no no she came she came up to us afterwards and she said congratulations she's like I'm sorry the photos are terrible I was just moving I was so excited for you both I was like oh that's really cute and we're out we're out eating we're at a in Paris at a mm. restaurant, and no, she sent over a bottle of sent over a bottle of champagne afterwards, which was really, really lovely. I oh, actually wish lovely. I still knew her email address, just so I could be like, "Hey, we got married." Yeah, we just got in married. Case you're wondering. <laughs> just in case um, you're wondering. Hey, Franco, yeah. have you ever have you ever had to shoot a um like a an indoor proposal? Um. No, your own. No, your own was an indoor proposal. You set up the my my own that. was an indoor proposal. Yeah. That's right. But um. <laughs> But yeah, like I, I think the point of indoor proposals, like mine was, was that it was very private. And then you know, after it was all done, I set up the the camera and we took our own photos. And 
Yeah, I don't think many photographers are being invited to, to that kind well, of Well, you never know. Kind of How do you hide that? Um, they, hey, babe, want a threesome? What kind of photos did you take afterwards, Franco? <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, babe, I've got my camera all ready to go. They did offer us a photographer, the people who organised it. Ooh. And I thought just having a guy waiting in the hotel room when we walk in, that's weird. that's just a bike so killer. weird. <laughs> Particularly if that's the first thing she sees. Like, oh, my God, there's an intruder in the <laughs> hotel that? room with a giant camera. I would have appreciated talking about this beforehand, babe. <laughs> if you yeah. to bring a third in. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Our proposals. Uh, Poor well, Shane avoided, yeah. tried to avoid as much as possible the public proposal because we were in public and so we are on mm. this beautiful boat and um, everyone had come out because we were watching um, the light show on the Eiffel Tower because it goes off at 11. Mm-hmm. You know how it gets yep. all the twinkly lights on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are standing there and we'd, like, had a cigarette and he's like, I'm like, all right, like, should we go back in, like, have some dessert? And he was like, um, do you want to have another cigarette? I'm like... Okay. Uh, um, because there was still. Was he procrastinating? Well, no, because there were still people out there when oh. when we were smoking. And so obviously he was going to wait till we'd finished our cigarette. <laughs> Not going to propose with a durry hanging out of his mouth. What a, what a classic session <laughs> proposal. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll marry you. Um, <coughs> so Did you have your vape? Had, no. Oh, yeah, I did vape then. No, but I was having a cigarette. I was drunk and I was in Paris. Of course I was smoking. Oh, Paris, what a city. Um, and so he was waiting. He didn't want a crowd around him when he did it, <laughs> even though he chose to propose in public. He was like, oh, I don't want people to see me do it. So he waited and that chick who Great. took photos of us was like one of the last people outside. I think he just got to the point where he was like, oh, I can't wait anymore. He was like losing his nerve. He had to do it. <laughs> How many cigarettes did you go through while he oh. waited to build up the courage? Um, oh, do you want to do another cigarette? <laughs> Shane, this is like cigarette seven. God, what's gotten into you? Oh, that was such a nice night. And then we went back inside and um, our dessert came out, but I couldn't eat it because I was all giddy. I'm oh, lovely. Lovely. Look at you now. Married, old married couple. Yes. Um Ronnie, good luck. I would I would like an update from Ronnie as well. I think we should we should do a Ronnie where are they now? I agree. Can but Ronnie no one, get back in touch with us? We do have a couple that kind of reach back out and go, "Oh, this is what happened." But I think maybe we should better keep track of those messages mm. and then do a Ronnie where are they now? We'll do a Ronnie, this is your life. <gasps> yes. We can do it as a prototype. We can film it. We'll get a studio and we'll actually film it and then we'll shop it around and then we'll be big TV stars. If someone could pay us for that, that would be great. All right, I've got a uh, nice light-hearted one to finish us off today. Nice. If my emails will work, they have frozen. There we go. Now I've just got to find it. I found it. <clears throat> this question Great. This question comes from Ronnie. Hello, Ronnie. I'm 27 weeks pregnant with a boy and my husband and I can't decide on a name. My husband oh. insists on a cool name, whereas I prefer more classic traditional names. At the moment, we've got Harrison and Nash. Sorry, Harrison, I just want to make sure that was clear. Harrison and Nash. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I can name my child Nash as it seems too cool and it might become outdated when he gets older. <laughs> Mm. But my husband seems pretty set on it. What should I do? Now, I must admit, this question came from came a while ago. Mm. So I don't know whether they've had their baby. <laughs> but maybe they're about to. I, I wouldn't say this 
Oh, so this is perfectly timed, a perfectly timed let's, episode, a perfectly timed question for them to name that. their baby. Um, Why don't you call it Ronnie? <laughs> they're not asking Bit what to call it. They're just like, how do, how do, we, how do they navigate not I think Ronnie? Nash is a cool name. It's like Nash Edgerton, you know, Joel Edgerton's brother. Is that Joel Edgerton's brother? Don't know. I have not oh. heard of that person. Um, oh. Nash just makes me think of Nashy pears, which are delicious, but... I wouldn't want to call my child after a pear, quite frankly. Pear of what? Pear of of balls. Um, (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't want to name my child after a pair of balls either. Harrison is a really nice name. I fear this Eh. because I've actually just gone through the process of naming a baby. My dog. Oh, your little little puppy. My little crumpy. I feel like you can't call a child crumpet. No. I don't think you can either. No. But more to the point was the process. Shane and I would just sit there and we'd just like throw names out at, at each other and I'd come up with a name and I'd be like, oh, my God, I love this name. Yes, yes, this name. And he'd be like, I don't like that name. And it went like that for ages and our short list was quite short because there were so few names that we could agree on. Um, yeah. So I worry I'm going to end up in this same situation that Ronnie is in. You really have to interrogate each name though, don't you? Because like... Mm. You don't Nicknames. want your ba- you don't want your kid to get bullied or have a dumbass nickname like you, you know Nash. I feel like you know Nash. Oh, uh, it's not too bad. Maybe I guess it rhymes with Basher. I'll oh, bash Nash. Yeah, I got that Sasha Basher. Yeah, exactly, and that's mm-hmm. awful. You yeah, don't want no, that. That really annoyed me. You got to really kind of interrogate the name, make sure there's no uh, there's no ways in which you put you're setting your child up for a a bad start right from the get go. I know what Ronnie's talking about, though, with that whole thing of, like, names being trendy. So at the moment, because, like, a lot of my people my age are having babies and mm. they're all calling their kids, like, Olivia, Grace, Evie, Ivy, Lily. It's like flowery E names. Um, they're very popular at the moment. And for mm. boys it's, like, Noah, Oliver. Do you? Yeah, <coughs> Noah. <laughs> um. And when it was me, when I was a kid, mm. I think I had six friends called Jess, Jesse, or Jessica. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's my partner's name, point. just for people who don't know. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you've got to set that up now. You can't just throw things out like that. <laughs> um, and that's the point. She's my age, right? So all the girls around in my school had Georgia, uh, Jessica. Yeah, Georgia. Um, like uh, a lot Alexander. of Sams, I think, in my yeah, year, a lot of Sam. Samanthas, Michaels, my yeah. But if, to be fair, like boys' names, I feel don't evolve as much. Ronnie, I don't really know what the answer to this is. I don't know how you overcome a name dispute aside from find a name that you both like. Like, I think it has to be that you don't want to call your kids something that you're not a hundred percent sold on. There's this great app. It's called Kinder K I N D E R, and it's Tinder. For baby names. So basically oh. you and your partner both download the app on your phone um, and you go through and you swipe names and it'll only show you the names that you've both swiped on. So Oh, what if you get no matches? That's going to be awkward. Then you're fucked. Then you're going to call your like, kid no name, um, no none. Uh, Franco's the only one who has experience with this, but like is it really awkward when you get no, I mean you probably didn't, but he, when you get no matches on Tinder, you would have got matches. I don't know. Uh, what, what, so, what am I saying? <laughs> So when you get no matches on Tinder, that's when you put your radius up. So that's a measure of extended all the way. Yeah, that's a <laughs> yeah. measure of how desperate you are. Yeah, Ronnie, I think you definitely need to come up with a name that you both like. Don't settle. 
I'm trying to think of so boy names. The thing is with names that are popular now, even if they're very left field, the fact that they're popular now means that when the kid's 15, there's going to be a bunch of other 15-year-olds with weird names. That's the other so thing. it's not going to be that weird. Yeah. I, I don't like the whole idea of like, oh, it has to be like really unique. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to name my kid. Like if I have a son, I'm not going to call them Noah because everyone's called their yeah. kid Noah. Or Joe. Like you don't call it Joe or, you know, like John. Yeah. Um, or Oliver. Um, Gary. What? No, but Gary would probably be safe because it's not a weird name and oh, it's not no, a popular it, name. It's a weird name. I don't think it's it is. It's a weird name. Anyway, these were. He, I just want to see if this helps Ronnie because this is okay. my list of baby names, boy baby names. See if one of these will work for yours. Benny. Benny's cute. I think Benny's a cute name for a little boy. Yeah. Rocky. Sully. Taco. Rocky just makes me think of a taco. <laughs> Rocky makes me think of the the boxer A and B, um, uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, great, great! I haven't mm. seen it, so I, I wouldn't call my child that. Pablo, what about Pablo? Pablo. Hi, Pablo. Astro, Nero, Bean. I like Astro. Astro for yeah. a dog. That's cute. Crumpet. That's the winner. <laughs> that's the one you went with. Cosmo and Neo. My dad kept up a running joke for my mum's entire pregnancy with me that he wanted to call me Cosmo. Like if I was a boy, um, and Mum got really annoyed because she, you know, she was pregnant and didn't have a sense of humour. Oh, right. What's wrong with Cosmo? Cosmo is not the boy's name. You you spell your name J A X S O N. So I yeah. don't trust you to make sound baby name decisions. People like get really hung up on having mm. unique spelling. Um, there's a great blog uh, which is defunct now but you can still access its archives and it's called Shut the Fuck Up Parents and Uh it's all about annoying parents on social media Um, and one of the big things was like ridiculous names. Um, Worth a read if you're ever bored, I can recommend, even though it's like 10 years old. Mm. We've we've sort of, we've done this a little bit but um, we are very good at judging names. So if you've got any ideas for names, send them through because we can interrogate names and we know bad names. Absolutely. We We know know real bad names. Absolutely. Good luck, Ronnie. I don't (laughs) think we're any help on that at all. Good luck. Let us know what name you pick. I hope it's Ronnie. Or maybe it's Sasha or Jax. Or maybe it's Can We Help You. Call your kid Can We Help You. Beautiful. Perfect. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, can I help you? Thank you. Drive Hello, through, can please. I help you? Hello, can we help you? Oh, is that this is the end of the drive through? Like, there you go. That'll be yeah. five fifty nine. No, no, no. You've already paid, and oh, you're getting okay. your bag, okay. and then you're driving away. All right, you're getting your, you've got your order. You've looked in to make sure that it was correct, and now you've got to do that. Thank you. Yep. See ya. You've got to check because too many places screw it up. Ah, oh, but see, then what happens if you check and it's wrong? What are you going to do? Park and go in? Fuck no, that. but that's the I'm point. Well, that. I don't drive away until no, I check. No, you stay at the window. Yeah, oh, what? Do you? You, what, you, you stay at the order? window. You check the food. Yeah. You, you give it a glance, but you know Look, it's much better if, than lining up again. What if they've closed the window? If you stay, they've got to come back. They don't just leave it forever. I have knocked on the window. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, excuse you me. You did a window knock, so excuse me. <laughs> Can I have a cheeseburger? Missing a cheeseburger. Sorry, excuse me. 
I, that surprises me for you, Franco, because you're... I know. I feel like you're the type of person that, like... It was a polite knock. If you ordered you know, the, just, hey, if you you ordered the veggie lasagna and they gave you the steak, you'd be like, thank you so much. This is delicious. Like, no, no, you, you'd be like, okay, and then you'd walk away to your table <laughs> and you'd be like... Oh, they gave me the they gave me the steak, and then we'd be like, "Go fucking say something, Franco." Look, in in that situation, you're actually right. But when they forget the sweet and sour sauce, oh, that's yeah. just that happens too often. That is, that is Why do they fuck up the sauce all the time? I can someone who works at a fast food establishment. We're not going to name names because you know. Could somebody Why? work at a fast food establishment? Because we don't want to be derogatory. We don't want to you know. We don't want to piss anyone off. Who knows who might sponsor us in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. Did someone um, say menu log? Oh, that ad main. No, oh my god, that ad isn't in the United States. Oh, surely oh, it was here. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Don't care. A, yeah, I don't care. Oh, yeah. I get you. I get you. But yes, yeah, no. um, there was one menu log ad that was. I never saw that one though. But yeah, it was something like, "Did somebody say menu log?" Yeah. So who copied who? I think. KFC copied menu log. Oh, dogs. I know. I know. Shh. I'm okay. But we love you all. Whoever would like to sponsor us, KFC, menu log, McDonald's, we love you. But give us the fucking sweet and sour sauce. Tell you what. I've never had anyone screw up my sauce ever. I don't know what your issue is with that. Maybe you don't go to the you don't go to the regional McDonald's. You you're you're inner city only. Yeah, but I feel like it doesn't really matter where you are. Oh no, it matters. There are some there are some good fast food takeaway outlets and there are some dodgy fast food takeaway outlets depending on where in the country you are. Yeah. It's just the attitude they have of, oh, we're the only place mm-hmm. around. So you don't have another you'll just, option. You'll take whatever mm-hmm. we give you. Good point. Well, if you've gotten this far, thank you for listening to thank Can you. We Help You Podcast. Uh, it's been a blast. Uh, thank you as well if you have uh, downloaded our lasagna episode and enjoyed it and made your own, as always. I you hope can... you enjoyed the lasagna. It's you... bloody delicious. Let me know if you think it's not because I will find you and I will. Make you a lasagna. <laughs> I'll make you a lasagna, yeah. <laughs> I'll make you like it. I'll make you like it. Um, also, as always, you can send your question to us at Can We Help You Podcast on socials, Can We Help You Podcast at gmail.com or via the website through the contact us form can we help you podcast.com hopefully next week we will have an only fans uh, with a bit of luck we can only hope yeah uh, we can only fans i don't know nah stop it let's get okay. out of here we've been bye gone see ya goodbye <laughs>